welcome to episode 13 of Sitting In. Today I'm joined by Eli Jitsuto, an up-and-coming Bristol-based jazz guitarist. Eli is originally from Los Angeles, California, and currently works with eight-piece band Snazback, along with other artists such as singer-songwriter China Bowl. In this podcast, we cover everything from early beginnings, gravitation to hip-hop, and lockdown life as a performer. Be sure to check out Eli's playing on Snazback's album Hedge and their three-track feature on Warm Disc's new album New Horizons, a Bristol jazz sound, which is set for release September 4th. Okay, I'll quit record. Awesome, man. So how are you doing, man? (laughs) What's happening? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just uh, kind of yeah enjoying what's left of summer and all that, like you are. Yeah, man. I was um I was asking you about that uh, on the DM because we. I mean, for those of you who don't know, like Scotland and England are actually like not the same country. Kind of, it's like they're, they're like they're, they're in different parts of the UK, and um, right. Yeah, we've just had lots of rain, actually. But I was speaking, mm. I just had a student this morning who's in London, and he says he's not played yeah. guitar for a week because the weather's been so hot. Like, how, what? Yeah, so how is it in Bristol? Um, it was really warm here. Um, but, yeah, the last week or so has been awful. Oh, really? Like, horrendous. Yeah, rain and rain and thunder and everything. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess you're you're a bit closer to us. Oh, well. Yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear. But yeah, we uh, we're it's currently raining, and there's actually a chance that I might have to pause the podcast. I won't. I don't think I'll have to. But um, we had like a leak coming through the window the other day, and it was like probably just rain everywhere. It's madness. Oh geez, man. So you're in Bristol, right? Yeah, in Bristol. I went to Bristol when I was a kid once, and I can't remember what it was like, but. Nowadays, (laughs) Nowadays, <laughs> I hear that there's actually a pretty happening scene, right? Yeah, there's. Uh, I moved here in 2015. There wasn't much, uh, I guess you can call it like underground jazz happening. Mm. Um, there was like the the massive attacks and all that, the old stuff that came out of Bristol a while ago. But um, yeah, the last five, or, yeah, five or six years, I guess, has been a bunch of guys from BIM. Um, um and other places other music unis around the country come to bristol it's like a i don't know if you know do you know venice beach in la yeah at all yeah it's kind of like the the venice beach of the uk kind of it's kind of crazy down here a bit wild um but a lot of great musicians yeah so it's been it's been good and i hope it doesn't die anytime soon (laughs) because we need it yeah man no it's just it's uh it's so important especially in somewhere like the uk i think that when people who aren't from the UK, they think of like the music scene straight away. It's just London, mm. right? That's, that's yeah. what people think. It's like, yeah, London. But I think slowly, maybe thanks to social media, maybe thanks to all these colleges that are coming about, uh, you know, that right. kind of scene is diversifying into different pockets of the UK. And, you know, obviously in Scotland, we've got Glasgow and Edinburgh, and then down your way, there's, there's <laughs> Bristol um yeah. obviously london but brighting is brighting brighting bright brighton <laughs> brighton this is this yeah, is me yeah, trying yeah. to talk like like a real problem <laughs> writing but um yeah brighton and um yeah. all that which is pretty pretty cool it's important yeah. have you have you ever have you ever played in brighton before never played in brighton i've been down a lot because my no. my dad actually yeah. lives in brighton oh okay yeah yeah, I've I've been down there a couple of times. It's it's cool. I don't I don't actually know too much about the scene, the music scene down there, but I know it's a cool scene. I think there's a lot more kinda you know, like that kinda indie rock pop stuff. Right. Um yeah. it maybe goes hand in hand with the other kind of scenes that Brighton's known for. Um right. I don't know what the jazz scene's like to be honest. I maybe maybe, yeah, maybe it's not yeah. happening. It probably <laughs> isn't if we haven't heard of it. But maybe it's yeah, a, yeah. an area to explore. Right. So you mentioned that you moved to Bristol in 2015. Yeah. 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 So where were you before that? I was in London, actually. Um, so I'm originally from LA, but I uh, moved to London when I was nine. Um, so I lived there for like almost 10 years. I wasn't really doing any music right. like back in 2014, 2015, but I... The reason I came to Bristol was for BIM, actually. Um, ah. I went there for two years. 
Well, I say I went, but like I wasn't attending any class. Right. So you were uh, enrolled. Yeah, I was enrolled. Yeah, but no one, no one knew who I was and saw my face for about two years. Right. So, so did you just use that as like just practice time, or were you kind of busy just playing? Um, I was just busy. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. The first, the first year wasn't so bad. I actually went, well, quite a lot compared to most people. Yeah. But, um. It's just the second year was it was just a lot of writing. I'm I'm not I'm not a complete academic mm. kind of guy, so there wasn't enough uh, practical. Definitely not enough jazz mm-hmm. at all. But um, it's still a, it's still a good uni, and I, I it it wasn't a complete waste of time. Yeah. So if you could go back, so, uh, I guess it, if you could go back, would you do it differently, or would you just kind of just try and play and kind of pave your way that way? I think maybe maybe I would do it differently. I guess. There's there's great teachers there, obviously, yeah. but um, like great players and things, because uh, you can have that one to one time, which I didn't take advantage of, yeah, whatsoever. Um, so maybe that that would have helped my uh, theory and all that. Yeah. So lot, but. having sort of been in the system a little bit, you know, you obviously got a, some sort of glimpse of what it's like to be in uni. You know, you were there for about a year. Or two years, can't yeah. kind of. Um, yeah. How? I'm trying to ask you this. I'm basically I'm trying to ask you the question. It's like, so how have you gotten <laughs> to the stage that you're at in terms of like your ability on the guitar? Because you're a great player and you have such a great kind of. I think you've got a great grasp of like the tradition of jazz, but you take it into like kind of hip hop and soul and R and B, and that's that's cool. <laughs> so it's like I'm wondering where did you learn music? Where did that come from? uh well first of all thank you <laughs> um i i think it was it just came from my parents first cool because my dad's a my dad's a drummer and he's a dj and all that so he's always playing really old old music from the 60s through the 80s and all that sweet um my mom's a singer who um she sang with macy gray do you know macy gray no oh uh, yeah she's a she's a like a soul singer well i don't really know how to describe her whole style but um they toured together for a few years and my mom's done stuff with uh snoop dogg and damn other other people yeah so i when i was a kid it was just it was it was all about music so it was like almost in my blood wow my uncle my uncle's um actually in the beastie boys you know the beastie boys yeah man wow (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i don't uh show this kind of information off on well it's it's going on the podcast man (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, now everyone knows but um yeah he plays keyboard in the bc boys and he's been doing that since the early 90s so i've been yeah i've been around that whole kind of scene and seen i just just saw how cool it was Mm. from from when i was little um so do you remember one of your sorry man on you go Oh, no, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, so do you remember some of your, like, earliest musical experiences? Like, were they quite profound, or is it just it's always been there and it was just a part of uh, how you lived life? Yeah, just the stuff that actually sticks with me, besides, like, being around, I guess, like, famous musicians or whatever, it's, it's more like just jamming in, like, the little studio I had with my dad and stuff like that, or my mom singing with me when I first learned guitar, all that stuff helped more than, yeah. you know, meeting the BC boys or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's all, it's all, uh, yeah, like, I guess, homegrown. No, that's, that's, thing, I think, yeah. the, the way to go if, if you can, for sure, man. So, yeah, yeah, right. what age were you when you started playing? Was it pretty early on? Or? Uh, 13. All right. It was kind of yeah 13 or 14 i was actually playing drums before that uh, but i sucked i sucked so i had to i had to find a new uh instrument cool. yeah no i also i started playing around i think i was around 12 um okay yeah that's cool so you managed to kind of go all that time without picking up the guitar what drew you to the guitar after the drums because um, they're i mean they're kind of different but <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> uh I think it was, I remember my sister getting me a Are You Experience, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, movie. man. I think maybe like 2000, 2008 or nine, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that 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 was definitely one of the reasons. But the other reasons I can't really remember whatsoever. Right. I don't know why. Oh, cool. But I just I just tell people, oh yeah, Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice man. I mean, it's it's better than my reason. I started playing guitar because um, I, you probably had like a different experience in school. But when we're in high mm. school, you get made to try all the instruments to see if you might like one. Um, right. And I remember getting on those, you know, like those shitty nylon string, like just the guitars <laughs> that like nobody wants to play. Um, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. This, like, I feel cool holding this thing. And uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the teacher taught us how to play Wonderwall. <laughs> oh, the classic. The classic. So my introduction to playing music was Wonderwall, which is so funny because that is not how I would introduce <laughs> music to anybody. <laughs> yeah, right. But it seemed yeah, to work out funny. all right. I mean... It's definitely not part. Of, oh yeah, it's not part of my repertoire. For sure, man. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, well, like, like I said before, I've been we've been following each other for years and years, and you're definitely. It's like I remember when I first got on Instagram and like people started posting guitar videos and just music videos and them playing. It was you and Sam Blakelock. You know him? Yeah. You know you must. Know yeah, him, no, right? of course. Yeah. I know Sam. Yeah. So you two are like the original guys of me like just seeing someone play online and be like, Oh shit, this is, this is cool. Oh, wow. This is like probably going to become something in a few years. Damn. Now, I know I've never told you that. But I know we've never been no. Talking, but oh, that's cool. I man. appreciate you, man. Oh man. Appreciate you as well. As I said, <laughs> I, I really like your plan. Hey, sorry for interrupting the podcast. I'll just be one minute. If you're receiving value from this podcast, consider supporting me by getting some of the sitting in merch. From teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash sitting dash in dash podcast. That's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot com forward slash stores forward slash sitting dash in dash podcast. You learn music through just playing with others, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which is completely different to me because, you know, I learn music by doing stupid exams that don't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, it helped, obviously, but... um yeah how would you um how would you describe the process of you hearing like this is pro like go as long into this as you want or as far into yeah. this as you want but you know you hear that are you experienced you know like voodoo child you hear all those tunes yeah, yeah, yeah how did you get from there to like studying jazz oh man Jeez, <laughs> uh, you know what i actually I didn't dive straight into all the, you know, Coltrane's and all that. That's that that stuff was like still alien to yeah. me. But um there's a band called Gypsy Kings. Right. Um they play Latin stuff and it's all a lot of major sevenths and all that. Like I had no idea what that was. Yeah. So it was playing like Latin music and Bossa Nova and things like that. Um that really opened my eyes to chord, uh different kind of chords and things. Um so I think I I have a I have small memories of me just playing along to recordings and and also YouTube, man. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube's like the greatest thing ever to me. Yeah, no, totally. Because, because like I mean, even if you ask your parents or my parents, like, how did how how did you learn things? It's just like, oh, you put on a record and keep playing it over and over again until you figure out and it's like, what? <laughs> It's like I can go on I can go on Reese's profile and just steal some of his licks like right now. <laughs> like these days. So yeah, a lot of bossa nova and a lot of Latin music. And then that kind of led in to the origins of, you know, the chords they were using and where it came from and all the harmony and things, which I'm still learning. Like like my head is still trying to get around all that stuff. Oh man, it's a life a lifelong process trying to know, yeah. understand harmony you hit you hit such as yeah. like you know maybe you start understanding giant steps you know all right cool this is cool you know there's some sort of matrix happening and then you yeah, get someone yeah, yeah. like J jacob collier and he's like oh man what <laughs> like how i need to start again what's yeah um, or you can have you seen have you oh sorry you no, no no i'm good have you have you seen that video of him talking to um oh, i forget the guy's name He's, he's just talking about harmony yeah and he's he's singing everything in perfect pitch like everything he's singing everything he's hearing in his head to him like talking about like locrian yeah, yeah. scales or, cool. or whatever I don't, like i couldn't understand it you have you seen that before uh, i've saw several videos i'm like trying to explain the concepts that he uses 
yeah, it's, it's cool, it's man. Un- it's unbelievable. But man, like yeah. all, like, yeah, you you will know a lot of that stuff already, like through your ears. But mm. it's just like, yeah, right, right. That's the the only thing. Well, not the only thing, but the main thing that university helped me with was like labeling these things, like the lock room mode or whatever else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like that's what university helped me with, and that's it's really only useful if you. I guess if you want to like really further your knowledge in like sort of specific areas, it's good to be able to label them because then you can be like, well, this relates to this and this and this. But it's also helpful for right, teaching, right. which is a yeah, yeah, kind of a big part yeah. of what I do. But um, mm. yeah, cool, man. So you kind of got into like the bossa nova style and like yeah. maybe some Afro and like um, mm. all that. Where did the uh, like the hip hop influence come in because I know a lot of the projects you play with. We can chat about them in a couple minutes, but a lot of them yeah. are like kind of that new jazz kind of vibe that's heavily inspired yeah, by yeah. hip hop. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, when I was well, when I was playing drums before guitar, like obviously the the most uh, go to genre of music you play if you kind of suck at an instrument is was well, is hip hop, I guess. Well, for me it was. All right, was, wow. Yeah um but uh i would say my dad's a big i, w- I would say like okay. you know like i don't know like punk rock oh yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah that that also yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah somebody i think the hip-hop stuff was a lot slower yeah than bpm so i, I kind of just gravitated towards that and also my dad's a huge hip-hop fan so he you know just get in the car and drive around he, taking me to school i just remember him playing um like Grandmaster Flash and the old '80s stuff and all that, but also at the same time he was playing. Uh, his favorite band ever is Rush. Oh yeah, cool. You listen to Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I love I love Rush. Also, I couldn't I could never ever play anything Neil Peart ever played. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hip hop was the one for me for sure. Cool man. So I guess that leads on to like your sound now and what's happening and. Um, I guess how would you how would you describe the sound of Eli? Like what what is it? I know that's a hard question. Uh, I know. <laughs> I have no clue. Yeah. Whatsoever. I like so many things. Because I hear you transcribing um, a lot of like really traditional sound and jazz. Yeah, I love I love that stuff. But then I never really go deep, deep, deep into it, and I'll kind of learn a solo. Um. Or maybe just part of a solo. I'll never learn the whole thing for some reason. Mm. It's just about the the notes that whoever plays like the, the notes really speak to me. So I'll just learn that totally. that bit. Um, which is yeah, I'm assuming you do that also. Yeah, yeah, but, no, I do. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. My, I don't understand my own process. So I, <laughs> I, I just kind of maybe I'll just hear something and learn it and and a lot of a lot of times i forget about it um but it's there somewhere really like it's there somewhere it might come out at a gig and i'm like oh i remember that now yeah but yeah so bringing kind of your sound into the projects that you're part of um well yeah i guess like the question would be so what are the projects that you're currently involved in because i'm aware like the music that you do and um Snazback or is it Snazbacks? Yeah, Snazback. Is it Snazback? Snazback, yeah. cool. I got it right. Great. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, <laughs> I heard you playing on a, a record by, I think it was China Bowls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, China Bowls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she, um, she's she's the singer in Snazback. Oh right. We, uh, yeah, she, uh, we keep her her name her, her China Bowls name in there just as like a feature, I guess. Right. Even though she's, yeah, in the band pretty much, but, hmm. um. Yeah, Snazback is uh there's eight of us, so it's kind of hectic. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been in a band with eight people, but it's 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 a lot, especially mentally. Yeah, I can imagine. Just even just like trying to get a rehearsal time together, yeah. it's just like good lord. Um, <laughs> but the music is um we definitely well, each member of the band comes from somewhere a lot different um the drummers the drummer and the bass player are into music i never 
really got into kind of like that experimental uh just weird stuff i don't really know how to explain yeah. it it's like not not your basic like 4-4 hip-hop jam that i'm used to playing <laughs> um uh so we and the our keyboard players uh i guess he's kind of the keyboard and the trumpet player are kind of from my end of the spectrum i don't know how to word that properly they're like into the hip-hop and the basic harmony mm. and um jamming the really simple things like one chord jams and all that cool. um so when we get together it's 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 super stressful trying to get something like a song or even a section together yeah but uh when it comes together is it's it's definitely worth it because we play um we play a lot of simple things um but we definitely have that ability to dive into stuff that's um a little bit more out there yeah um but yeah we're we're still getting the hang of it i guess it hasn't been that long we've only been together for about two or three years so is that oh man again that's another thing that like when i hear the word bristol in music like genuinely that's the name that pops into my head maybe it's because it's like your <laughs> your your band was what made me initially aware of the scene in bristol actually and then it was oh, like really? through that I realized that Alan and uh, Waldo's gift. I realized, oh, yeah, they're from there, and that's cool. And it's like, yeah, there's there's so much, <laughs> yeah, so much yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. There's there's definitely some uh, other bands uh, here too that are kind of making a name for themselves. Um, there's a band called Hippo. You should check cool. out. Um, God. I'm forgetting really obvious names here. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Uh, well, yeah, I'll send you a list. Yeah, no, I'll do it, man. That'd be good. So, eight-piece band, like obviously pretty hectic. Like, what is the writing mm. process for? Like, you probably don't have a standard process, but what is the writing process like? You know, because you guys have like music yeah. out and it's like mm. it's well it's well done and yeah you know with eight people it's like is there a main writer or is it like sections and then you glue everything together i'm just curious um, how that looks yeah yeah sometimes it depends i guess i mean a lot of us go home and like you know record stuff on our phones if we think of something and all that um mainly uh the singer the singer always writes the lyrics um uh and sometimes each of us have different chord ideas and we'll come into the rehearsal room and play them as or say I write something, we'll play them as I'm hearing them. Mm-hmm. Um but then if you know there's eight of us, so someone's obviously gonna be like, Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> um or I like like I wanna change it and so we do that, that 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 go through all those steps until we're all like, oh, okay, I'm happy with it. Right. And sometimes that takes years. We have songs that we wrote, you know, in like late 2018 that still haven't nearly been finished. Yeah. So the process works, <laughs> but it also doesn't. Yeah. So you approach it kind of similar to like the way a small band would, you know, like just kind of everybody yeah. together, just like getting their ideas done. That's cool. Right. That's yeah. cool. I, I, yeah. I imagine that adds to the, how hectic it can be though. Yeah, I know it's uh a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in the rehearsal room for sure. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of like coffee breaks just to be like, man, this is this isn't working. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that chord sounded good, so let's try that again. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Nice man. So is um what what is the main thing that you do then in music? Is it mostly performing with your groups or do you do an analysis like teaching or like uh i've never taught before in my life oh wow and i feel like i feel like i'd be really bad at it <laughs> i don't know if i um i don't know if i have the patience but maybe i would who knows maybe i'll try it yeah um uh yeah but performing is the main the main thing um session work i i've done I've done stuff here and there, yeah. but nothing, nothing ever too professional. Right. You know, it's always, it's always with people I know that need something small yeah. or, um, but have you, have you ever done like serious hardcore? Like for like, like a major session work? I mean, yeah. I think if you speak to more session guys, like unless you're doing commercial work where it's like for like TV or like, um, 
Right. Yeah, those kind of things. It's like there's rarely ever reading involved. Like I'm lucky if okay. in the sessions I've done, uh, I'm lucky if I get a chord chart. Most of the time it's an MP3 and it's like, hmm. you know, we want you to try them, some things over that. And so you just kind of, well, you have to work out what the chords are and do all that. Um, yeah. But I've never worked with like a main, a main like a, a major label artist or anything like that. I've got friends okay. who do stuff like that and you know, it yeah. sounds like amazing if that's the kind of thing you want to do, but um, right. I'm not quite sure that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, And that's that's cool. That's something I had to come to terms with as well because I remember leaving uni and being like, all right, cool. So, um, well, what, what am I going to do? <laughs> I remember thinking, <laughs> it's like, all right, you know, like everybody, everybody does this and everybody wants to be a session guitarist. I was like, all right, cool. So I'll, I'll try that. And, you know, I'd done that a bit. Right. I played on mostly just like amateur kind of records from people all over the place. And then a bunch of things like locally. And, you know, I, yeah. I love it. I really do love it. But when you start getting into, I can hear a drum beat or something coming through. Oh, that's oh. cool. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Just sometimes it's not really the music that I want to play and that's fine, I guess, you know, it's like, mm, yeah, yeah, it's just not yeah, what I want to do um yeah but yeah so you can probably guess where this is leading but i'm i'm <laughs> curious as someone who is mainly a performer right because mm. you know I'm, I'm i do a lot of teaching that's kind of how i pay the bills and um yeah, yeah. i love that i wouldn't change it for the world but um yeah. you know how how is this experience like lockdown been for you then has it been has it been hard <laughs> like i must it must have been uh, the funny thing is, no. Right. <laughs> I went to my girlfriend's parents' place for three months and, you know, got the whole free meal thing. They have a back garden. The weather was nice most of the time. So um, they have guitars there. Oh, cool. I, I took my own guitar. Um, I kind of just, uh, I think maybe most people you speak to, they'll say, oh, yeah, I really, I really missed it. and. Mm really miss being out there and playing for people i did a lot but also when you are in a band with eight people and you're rehearsing two to three times a week you're like oh man like i i didn't realize how much i needed this break right even if even if i was enjoying myself um which i was and then all of a sudden we can't play any shows anymore mm. I, I i did realize like oh man like i really enjoy uh, I just I really enjoyed the time off. No, that's fine. You're yeah. you're allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we all everyone in the band did. So oh, good. You know, no, yeah. Yeah, was, I think a lot of people are in a similar position when they're kind of mainly performing because you know it can get tiring and you know you listen to guys who are touring the world for a living and as much as you know that's sick, you know, I think yeah, yeah. like when you're forced to stay at home. And like just be with your family and you know right. enjoy what's here is like i think it's yeah it can be immensely positive um yeah it's yeah. been different for me because i feel like you know i've kind of worked through all of it just teaching really the only difference is i've not been able to play with anybody and that sucks obviously but you know we're kind of yeah. moving back to being able to do that okay which is good yeah 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 that's good yeah um so what have you been what have you been doing during lockdown other than just like eat, eating and sitting in the back garden? <laughs> like have you been uh, have you been practicing anything specific or have you been like doing anything else? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Actually now now I'm practicing more than I was for some reason. Yeah. I have no idea why. <laughs> the first because I think yeah, lockdown kinda happened in it was like March, right? Mm. March. Yep. Yeah, March sometime. I had a gig, um, I think like March 14th or March 12th or something. And then soon after that, I left to my girlfriend's parents' place. And I actually started like writing music for myself, oh, cool. um, recording for the first time. Like I, I'd never done that before. Um, so the first couple months of lockdown, I was just doing that. And I wasn't really learning anything new mm. that often, not as often as I usually am. But, um, and then I think about, month and a half ago up till now i've kind of started transcribing again and 
doing all that kind of stuff. I was a little bit yeah. like here and there um, a few months ago, but so yeah, now I'm yeah yeah. So what does the music like? What's what's that about? What's happening in that? The music. I'm sorry, sorry. The music that you've been writing, like what's uh, oh sorry. What's the the vibe of that? You know, um, it's 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 just super simple kind of hip hop stuff. Obviously, I have to like add a add a guitar solo in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just simple stuff. I'm kind of I don't have all my gear situated yet, so right. I I don't have a keyboard, so I'm like making drum sounds from the laptop oh, keyboard, wow. which is cool. The worst, man. It's it's. <laughs> I, I managed to get by, but you have to, and also like I was doing it on GarageBand at first, mm-hmm. so <laughs> like the sounds on there are just well, no wonder no one uses it. <laughs> I had to like to get like a decent drum sound. You have to like layer th- maybe four or five different drum sounds just to get like the kick right. Yeah, and well, the kick right to my ears at least. Yeah, I mean that's but, that's what production's about, so. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just like, oh, no wonder I wasn't doing this before. It's just, <laughs> just long, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting used to um, just like sitting down and trying to actually write stuff yeah. um, for myself, not for the band. What does that process look like then? Because I know that if I'm writing uh, with someone else, the process is really different when I'm writing on my own. It's like yeah, I sure. take a lot more time if I'm writing on my own and just try loads of stuff out. You know, how does it look for yeah, you? Yeah. Um, yeah, the same, the exact same. I just kind of, sometimes I'll pick up the guitar and just write absolute crap and I'll just be like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the game today. I'm not just being in my head and playing a bunch of nonsense. Right. But, um, sometimes it's like, you just, you pick up in like the first couple of minutes, you're like, oh man, this is nice. Like, I, I have no idea why yeah. that happens, but, uh it's funny mm. it's funny how that works yeah and also i just got i just got a new guitar actually so oh cool what do you get oh no i saw it it's like a, got, like an l5 kind of thing yeah yeah it's a gb10 se george george benson uh, uh ibanez so it's like yeah ibanez yeah nice. so it's a it's a replica of the his original yeah one, yeah but um yeah it's a it's my birthday in about a week, so it's an early birthday present from my dad. Oh man, that's great! <laughs> shout out to my shout out to my dad. On the, yeah. Oh man, sick. So yeah, you usually play a strat, I believe. Yeah. 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 Has that been something you played for your whole life, like just strat, or? Um, you know what? No, I got that strat about four years ago. Right. It's um, it's not American made. It's Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've heard. Well, when I first got it, I read up about Mexican strats and apparently the sound and tone and the wood they use is different and all that kind of stuff is cheaper. I don't, oh, I don't man, know. It, I don't it's all know. like just whatever, <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love that guitar. I've played that for a while. Actually, my dad got that guitar for free. Oh, so. What was that? Like the Beastie Boys or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> he picked it up. Um, I think he picked it up from a friend. Who knew nothing about guitars? I guess. Hmm. Well, he, he he must not have having to give that to my dad, yeah. but um, yeah, he gave that to me four years ago, and I've kind of kept it in good shape. Hmm. But <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty it's a it's a good guitar. I I've, I I see I see or hear no difference between the Mexican made and American. Yeah, man, it's it's reason. so small difference really yeah i've played yeah. some mexican like strats or telecasters and i've preferred them and i've played some american ones like high-end american right. ones and i've preferred them it's right. like i don't think there's a, a huge difference unless you're like a total mm-hmm. gear snob and it's like you know you, you really just want <laughs> that fine like rosewood that yeah. came from yeah i don't yeah, know yeah. somewhere <laughs> special and that's yeah, that's cool yeah, and obviously sure. you can see like i got a bunch of things behind me guitars i know i was i was gonna i was gonna ask you like um so your main is your main guitar the one that's nearest to you yeah the d'angelico yeah 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 that's oh man it's beautiful i'm guitar, coming over man. to try that one oh, day dude, come <laughs> over. it's uh it's a, it's a really nice guitar oh man it's uh yeah Jeez. it's cool and it's it's actually um you'll know this because you've you've got an ibanez now and like i think yeah. ibanez necks are like so so comfortable they're smooth and like yeah. oh man yeah yeah and it's great yeah i played a i don't know if you can see 
down there somewhere. There's like a John Schofield yeah. Ibanez. And I played that for oh, yeah, the yeah, longest yeah. time. And that felt like home to me. And so the D'Angelico, the neck is like way different. It's like, mm. it's kind of like thinner, but wider. I right. Think. Yeah. Anyway, it's quite kind of chunky and uh, maybe yeah. similar to a Les Paul. And it just took, mm. took a while to get used to. Um, but now that feels like the right guitar. So I use that, but I grew yeah, up yeah. playing that Strat. Um, okay. Well, I played a Strat, like a, hundred pound kind of crappy thing for a while and um <laughs> then eventually i got that one so yeah i do i love yeah. the strat as well yeah i had um god i don't know the exact name i had an ibanez my first guitar was an ibanez it was a black it was like a metal a metal guitar yeah i, I had one of those metal looking yeah <laughs> i did those were, those were like when i got that i was like yes i'm gonna play so many leaks and stuff blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um but that yeah that didn't last long i got a um I got a Yamaha Pacifica oh, cool. after that. Um, have you played one of those yeah. before? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't love it. Oh no. I liked it. I didn't love it, but um, I had that for maybe two years after I got rid of the Ibanez, and then I got the Strat soon after that. Yeah. And I, I haven't really played the Yamaha since. I still have it for some reason. Do you know? Uh... If you want to. Oh no! Go ahead. Oh go no! Ahead. No, and you go quickly. I'll come in after. I was going to ask if you wanted to buy the Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, sure. Like, I'll, I'll take it. Um, no, what I was going to say is, are you, uh, are you hip to Mike Stern? Oh, man. Because when I see that a Pacifico, guy. I just think of Mike Stern. So I have that kind of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He's... I, I got into him maybe... Two or three years ago. Don't ask me record names and song names fine, and stuff because I'm I'm terrible I'm terrible at that stuff. But his playing is so unique. I can't. It's like Schofield also. Mm. Like I can't. Also Wayne Krantz. Do you listen to yeah. Wayne Krantz? Oh man, my old BIM teacher studied with him in New York. And nice. Man, just some of the thing. Some of the things those three guys play. I'm like, I just I I just sit there in awe. I don't even pick up the guitar and try and play yeah. it. I'm just like, man, this is incredible I, I love when you get an experience like that you know like i i remember yeah. fondly when i was in uni like i would sit down i'm like all right cool i'm gonna practice and i'd put something on yeah. like oh, blue matter by john schofield it's a like really nice tune <laughs> um or like yeah. a, some mike stern thing and i'd be like all right i'm, I'm gonna transcribe some of this and i'd push play yeah. And before minutes and go by and i was like yeah that was really good like i was just <laughs> the music like it just Ah, the way they play and compose, it just really draws you in. It draws me in anyway. And I find it's easy yeah. to just be like, oh, it's finished. For right. sure. Damn, I was in a, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. daze. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I, I love that. Even when you, if, you, if you go to a live show, yeah. I never, you know when you sometimes you go to a gig and there's the, someone has their phone out the whole time. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's cool because you get to, I guess you get to relive it or whatever. But um, just being at a gig and not, having your phone out and just like listening like really like locking in on what's happening yeah um that's that's an amazing experience also mm. and which one one i miss uh very dearly to totally man <laughs> i've been trying to relive it by um you must know smalls in new york oh man yeah so they've got this thing <laughs> online called uh smalls live and they have an archive yeah, yeah. of like hundreds of videos you know mike stern's up there there's everybody's up there yeah um yeah. And so I just like every now and then just watch like a concert like that was yeah, recorded yeah. in like 2016. Um, yeah. It's great because, you know, the, that's where the best people play and they record like a right. lot of the shows. So if you've, if you've not checked out, you should check out, man. Yeah. I've, um, yeah. I haven't checked out the smallest lot. I know. I know about it, but um, the, like I, I love watching the old videos of um, there's a lot of Mike Moreno videos yeah, on man. there um uh who else god i'm forgetting oh everybody's um, up there cries for yeah, <laughs> yeah what's that other place oh the 55 uh, yeah 55, 55 bar, i think yeah wayne oh man wayne um wayne krantz plays there a lot yeah um i watched a video there's a video of tim miller yeah you know tim miller oh man <laughs> it's him nate wood um cool. i think evan marion yep. and santiago keyboard name? player santiago yeah, yeah the keyboard player santiago bosch i think i'm not sure or bosque 
yeah i'm not i'm unsure of the pronunciation but oh man i i've watched that video a million times and like never still again i've never tried to learn anything tim miller plays in that video i just love watching right <laughs> tim miller is like a really great educator as well i don't know if yeah, you've ever yeah, checked his things online oh yeah i have a whole i have a whole like guitar youtube playlist right. <laughs> there's like 10 tim miller videos of him talking about scales and technique and things yeah so i think like i i've great. studied a bit of tim miller's approach to playing arpeggios um mm. and it's really cool because he has this system that he's kind of spoken about called uh the two one two one system right and it's the idea yeah, that you yeah. play like an arpeggio two notes one note two note like on the consecutive strings mm. and um yeah. yeah if you've never checked out that you should check it out because it's like it really can yeah i don't think i've ever seen that one actually yeah oh, it's cool because i, I, I see if um you should be able to hear my guitar i think it's like uh, uh, don't 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 embarrass no 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 me. i'll show you so it's like <laughs> say you got the uh the major scale yeah can you hear that yeah i can hear that all right now. and so you would do you do that kind of thing oh man he's got like a special technique where he's like hybrid yeah 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 and... oh yeah that sounds cool it's really cool yeah, you yeah. should check it out yeah i'll check that out for sure it's uh hey can you play wonderwall for me Nah, that's that's uh <laughs> i can't remember that one <laughs> yeah it's funny because like if you're at a party or something it's like there's a guitar it's like could i just oh, expect man. you to do that and you're like wait a minute giant steps the yeah the funny thing is about uh well backtracking back to snazback we actually started playing on the street at first yeah just busking and things and the amount of wonderwall requests you seriously get is unbelievable it's unbelievable it's like i'll give you and sometimes you sometimes you play wonderwall but in like the most like horrible way because the, the people are like uh, they're like oh yeah i'll give you 20 pounds drunk people i'll give you 20 pounds if you play wonder right and there's like six of us on the street and we're like oh yeah let's just <laughs> let's just play play anything and they're so drunk they don't even yeah. realize and they give you money and you're like oh okay thanks man <laughs> it, yeah I, I think it's funny like that level of ignorance when it's like you know you're playing a jazz gig and they're like oh can you play some like uh, abba you know like something oh, it's man. just like what i remember playing a show once and it was like it was in a club and it was like kind of chilled and we were playing you know like kind of like just jazz and bossa nova kind of stuff right. and this like group of girls were like oh can you play some abba it's like <laughs> <laughs> what like what 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 is this i'm not i'm yeah. not you, you, box. yeah even worse is sometimes they come up to you and say can you play something good yeah like, what well i remember this this at this gig i was talking about um we got it was two nights like a, a friday and a saturday night i think during like the the festival and um Oh, the festival, by the way, I mean, like in Edinburgh, we have this big festival thing in August. It's the whole, right, it's right, the whole right, city. Yeah. Um, so and if you want to busk, by the way, like you need to come up and busk in August. Okay. Seriously, man, like people make a packet. Really? Yeah, man. It's like, that's the thing. Like busking in Edinburgh in August is like a, no. like people travel the world and come to Edinburgh just for August to busk. No way. Yeah, really? man. You need to Jeez, look I it up. Obviously not this August, but yeah yeah i had no idea about that. yes yeah, it's, it's the biggest festival in the world it's called uh the fringe festival oh fringe is that what it is yeah people bust there yeah man oh man i i'm so I'm there's sorry. like a uneducated there's like it. a big booklet about this thick and like at least this much of it is just like i'm pretty sure like free shows and stuff and then mm. the rest is just buskers just everywhere man oh wow we have the only busking festival i knew about was the one in switzerland um buskers burn right um i've yeah, i actually played there a couple of times man there are like the only place <laughs> no man like think about um there's this international day of music that happens um and like i know that places in france have like just busking all over the streets i know that in Lithu right. lithuania they also have like uh oh what is it? it's like a national day of music where like everybody just plays on the streets it's like wow. man you could probably tour the world busking if you wanted to <laughs> yeah probably we can do a duet man oh man let's, let's do, do it, it. That, i'd love to play you man you're driving though <laughs> <laughs> man we we can just cycle or something 
Get, oh, get man. <laughs> Yeah, I had to go and pick up a package this morning, like 20 minutes away. And um, I was just like, you know, it's raining. Do I cycle hmm. or do I like just not do it? And for a second, I was like, <laughs> I wish I had a jetpack. <laughs> I, I think about that so much. Like, just love to have a jetpack. I mean, by the time we get really old, there might be some around, you know. Yeah, man. Well, you'll probably be able to uh, rent them, you know, like the scooters on the yeah. street. <laughs> rent a jetpack yeah probably yeah i'm hoping there'll be a, a hoverboard sometime yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool yeah <laughs> um cool <laughs> so uh, where, where are we going no i think one one thing i want to ask you about is um so obviously you know jazz musician and a big part of and this is something i, I like to ask like all musicians who are kind of that way inclined um yeah what would you, how would you describe your approach to improvisation? Because, you know, jazz is an art form mm. that, you know, is centered around improvisation to a large right. degree. So I'm just curious, you know, what yeah, is your yeah. approach? Because I know you said about like, you, you sort of like studying theory, but a lot of it is maybe, mm. well, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I, um, well, a lot of the snazback stuff, a lot of the stuff I transcribe at home really doesn't come out very much when I play with snazback. Mm. Um, I don't, I've only ever done like a kind of, like you can call it like straight ahead jazz gig, maybe twice. Right. But um, so my approach to actually just playing a solo is, I don't really know. It's kind of like, I'm definitely not thinking about really like, that much that i've learned at all yeah um i'm kind of just i'm kind of just you know uh hearing whatever i'm hearing in my head and trying to play it um just trying to time where the notes lie mm. and where i should play this note and how good it's going to sound before i play it right um just kind of reacted but yeah and sometimes that doesn't work at all and i completely make a fool of myself and other times like get it right but it's that whole process of yeah um yeah really playing playing what you hear and sometimes when i'm practicing i i, I i'll sing it yeah just so i, I memorize it more mm. uh, you probably do that also but yeah no definitely i think that when when you sing what you're trying to play the process is different because i get a lot of students to focus on this because a lot of people if they play a solo it's just like muscle memory and they're just kind of moving their fingers right. and like doing the thing that they know what to do but as soon as yeah. you start engaging, like singing into it, suddenly the music's coming from somewhere else. It's not just yeah, yeah. this like kind of mechanical yeah, yeah, movement. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is what I hear because this is what I feel. And I can produce out mm. my vocals. And when you get that connected, I think you can really kind of get onto something. You hear people like, yeah, for sure, yeah. you must know Kurt Rosenwinkel, yeah? Oh, man. I think he, he might be my favorite. Right. <laughs> it's hard to pick a favorite but yeah i, I love that guy yeah because i know he's like he's a big advocate for that as well that process yeah and did you you good sorry i think my i think my mic was a little bit yeah sorry cool. <laughs> i was gonna ask you if um he did the his his master class that he did on the weekend no i would have liked to but i was just busy yeah yeah it was a lot of money also yeah <laughs> i didn't I, just, I i wish i did it but he yeah he's definitely one of my favorites yeah i would like for him to do more like you know like tim miller for example and even mike stern yeah. they have a lot of things online with like different organizations where you can like you know just pay for the package thing and you like get to watch right. your videos i'd love if kurt done something like that because i don't think he's gotten yeah. like that and yeah cool to hear it's his uh, talk on like harmony and how he plays yeah i think it's it's definitely I think that's why I just haven't dived into teaching because I feel like teachings are real, are really, uh, it's like a really unique skill to be a really good teacher. Um, I don't know. I've, I've kind of given like, if I'm jamming with someone, I'll give them like a quick, if they ask me something, I'll give them like a quick whatever, mm -hmm. if, but I won't like explain it in depth, like a good teacher, a teacher would right. and all that. Um, so do you, like, do you ever find that, like when you first started teaching, did you 
did you find you were struggling to explain yourself on certain things? Um, I think honestly, no, because, um, yeah, I like, since I was a kid, I've, I've been pretty good at like expressing what I think, like I was brought up okay. to kind of just, you know, just do that and always be honest about it. Yeah. So I think I'm quite in, I'm quite connected with that process of like trying hmm. to explain things. And that has been kind of solidified by, I guess, the work that I got to do in uni where I did learn about like right. why and how, you know, that's, yeah, that's kind of yeah, what yeah. you do at uni. Um, and so, yeah, I learned a lot about like music theory. And so that kind of transferred into teaching quite naturally, actually. Um, Cause I think I started teaching in my first or second year of uni. And that's, right. I don't know how many years it's been now, but um, I don't know. It seemed to yeah. seem to help. So yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. say that. Um, yeah. I can't say I feel the same exactly, but I just have this bad habit where like, if someone say we were jamming, right. And someone asked mm. me, it's like, Oh, what's that? Like, what would you just play? I'd be like, well, <laughs> get your get your paper out and take some notes yeah, it's yeah. like I, I i always like i go too far because i'm just i'm super passionate about like teaching um yeah that's great and man. yeah i don't know i just kind of just kind of fell into it i never thought like oh i do mm. teaching like i never yeah i just yeah. thought you know i'll just play music yeah but it seems to have worked out like yeah. i do a bit more teaching than i do playing well especially right now yeah 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 um yeah I mean, I do a lot of playing, obviously, like I am working on a project and um, I'm hoping that that will happen this year because it's obviously n okay. not been happening for the last four months. But, oh, um, yeah. I look forward to hearing that, man. So am I. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been working with a band and it, it's, it's sounding great, but it's just, I mean, four months off, you're going to have to kind of start again, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be exciting. But what's in mm. the kind of pipeline for you man what's going to be happening in the back end of 2020 <laughs> uh, good things i hope uh, uh i've just been recording well I'm, I'm recording some new stuff for china bowls right now um just one one track um i'm also recording with a friend from la that i grew up with which is actually actually really cool just because i've known him since i was five years old and he just so happened to become a really good drummer oh, cool. um so we yeah he sent me a track the other the other day so do that and some snazback stuff here and there um we were meant to be releasing an album uh this year but you know coronavirus so probably next year mm. but um but other than that not too much i, I was meant to be playing with some people in london which obviously got canceled very quickly mm -hmm. and um hoping that can start up again but not too much not too much uh that's definite yeah but i hope i hope more stuff comes up all right and that concludes episode 13 of sitting in if you want to check out any eli's music it'll all be in the description to the podcast so definitely go and have a look and thanks as always to everybody who's been sharing the podcast on instagram and even getting some merch from our teespring website which is also linked below have a good week and i'll speak to you next time